Okay, good chodesh, everybody. Today's shir should be for Fuah Shlema for Zev Ben Luba Halevi. Have a quick and speedy full recovery. Okay, so we thank you for indulging me yesterday uh, on uh, on just the iPad. I was, I was I didn't want to miss the share, and I was traveling on the plane yesterday, so Baruch Hashem worked out. Thank you to Steve. Okay, so we are on Tesvav and Beis. We're going to try to get to the Mishnah, then we'll have one uh, nice point by the Meshachachma on Tefillin. So we are um, two, four, six, eight, ten, twelve, thirteen lines from the bottom on Tesvav and Beis. So Gemara says, Tani Rav Oshia Kamei Rava. So Rav Oshia says in, the na- in front of Rava, he said as follows. He said, it says, Uchsavtom Hakol Bechsav When it comes to writing the parshias of Shma, of the uh, of Shema and Vahaya in both Tefillin and Mezuzah, we know that Tefillin has four parshias, and the Mezuzah has the first two parshias of Shema. Tefillin has four parshias, two parshias of Shema. It also has before that it has Kadesh Likol Bechor and Vahaya Kivyacha. We'll discuss that in a few moments. Both in parshias Bo, both two par- two parshias that are. Uh, right adjacent to each other, and the, the mezuzah only has Shema and Vahaya. So when it comes to writing those parshios, both in the Tefillin and the Shema, you actually have to include the part that says Uksaftam. In other words, is it? We, we certainly know that you should include the part of Kabbal Somach that you have to accept upon yourself the Kabbal Somach Hashemayim. That's the that's the key, the central point in the in the Shema and the Vahaya. But you actually have to write Uksaftam. You are writing it by the fact that you're writing it. Is it superfluous to write in the Shema, that's what you're doing. So do you have to write the whole Parsha, or can you just write the whole Parsha minus the last sentence? Because by definition, if you're writing it, you don't have to write to write it, because you're already implementing the, the commandment. So that's what Gemara discusses. The Gemara says, it says, it, it's, the, the Gemara sort of learns out, Tam Tam is Tamima. Right is complete. When you write it, uchsav tam is a combination of two words. Vikatav tam. Write it in its completeness, in its entirety, and include even the tzavos, even the commandments, to go ahead, and when it says uchsav tam, uksharem, you have to go ahead and write those psukim as well, even the commandments, not just the part about kabbalos o malchus So amaled, so Rav Oshia, Rav says Rav Oshia, who says this? Who's the author of this statement that when it comes to writing the paragraphs of Shema and Vahaya, both in the Mezuzah and both in the Tefillin, that you actually have to include those sentences which mandate the writing? He says, Rabbi Hudi, it must be Rabbi Hudi, the Amr Legabe Sota. When it comes to Sota, again, Sota is the case where a man suspects that his wife is committed infidelity in the sense that she was alone with a person, with another man. So he's Makani here. He basically warns her and says, if you do this again, you're not allowed to do this, and you're not allowed to be with this person uh, in, a, in a place of uh, solitary, uh, solitude, meaning just the two of you alone, because I'm Choshesh, I suspect that you might be doing something, and he warns her. In the event that he warns her in front of Adim, and it happens again, he brings her to Bezin, she drinks the water, so on and so forth. In that parchment that's written, when, about the Megillah that he writes, that he put in the water, do you have to include the obligation to write the Megillah? Or is it, Megillah meaning the parchment, or is it just enough to give her the curses, just to write that if you were to go ahead and do this, your intestines will explode, your, your thighs will cave in, so on and so forth. So from there, Behuda says, Correct, that, that's what we're talking about. So when it says that you have to write, you'll write this, Vikasav, over there, we're trying to find if that is a paradigm for what you write over here. 
Because there you have to write on Megillah also Klaf. And it also says you have to write, because it says there, Yud Amar, over there it says by Sota, <clears throat> you only have to write the curses. You don't have to write the commandment to write the, the Parsha by Sota. Because it says, Alos Kosev, he only has to write the actual curses, Tzavos, but the commandment to go ahead and say that the Kohen has to make her swear and all that, you don't have to write. Why? Because the fact that you're doing that, you're already making her swear. So it's redundant. But it doesn't say that anywhere else. Meaning it's just you're writing it for that parchment. Correct. The Shema is in the Torah. Correct. And that is part of the Shema. You're right, but if you're but the the point <clears throat> you're right. So yeah, the question is hundred percent. Yeah. Okay, valid. But the question is, if I'm already writing the parsha, do I have to write it that well, I'm writing the parsha? The right, right. It's, it's not synonymous. It's not synonymous. Right. You hundred percent, hundred percent. So the Gemara says, over there by the sota, it says you will write down the curses, these curses. But over here, the but here, since it says, Uchsav Tam, you will write it, and the Gemara learns out, Vikasav Tam, you will write a complete um, paraphrasing or complete parsha. therefore, Philo Tzavos Nami, therefore, by Shema, by Tefillin, and Mezuzah, you have to write everything. So the Gemara doesn't like this answer. The Gemara says, You're telling me the whole reason by Shema, you have to write everything, even the commandments to write it, is because it says, Uchsav Tam, and it should be a kasaf tom has to be a complete writing, and only that's why over here you have to write everything. But as opposed to by sota, just as the word for kasav, which means you <clears throat> does not have to be a complete writing, and therefore you can get away with just writing curses. It has nothing to do with that because if you look at the psukim, it actually says over there for kasav es ha by Sota, it actually says, you will write these curses. If it says you will write these curses, that's presumably to the exclusion of the actual commandment to write. It has nothing to do with Vikasav versus Uchsav Tam. Over there by Sota, it actually says Vikasav is Ha'alos You will write down these curses. Again, presumably, if it delineates what you will write down, anything that's not included in the Pasuk, you don't have to write down. So it's not versus, it's not because it says Uchsav Tam, I Kasav Tam, write a Kasav Tamima. It should be a complete writing by Shema, and it doesn't say Kasav Tam over there. It simply says there, write down the curses. It doesn't say write down the commandment. So Gemara says, it's Terech. No. By Tefillin and Mezuzah, it's still out to write Kasav Tam. Sakadai Tachamina, Neda Ksiva Ksiva Mehasam. Mahasam Shalos in Tzavos Lo, Avachanami Tzavos Lo, Kasavachman Kasav Tam Shidil Tzavos. No, it had to say Kasav Tam by, by Shema. Because if it didn't, we would have learned exactly whatever he wrote down by, or the, at least there wouldn't have been room to say that let's use the Sota as a paradigm. Despite Jeff's question, which is a good one, but the fact that over there it says Kasav, and you're only going to write down the the curses. So I would have said maybe we should learn from there by Shema, since it only the, you don't write the commandments. Maybe by Shema you wouldn't have to write Uchsavtam al Mezuzos Pesach Bisharecha in the Tefillin or in the in the uh, Mezuzah. Gemara says no. Therefore, it had to say Uchsavtam specifically by our case. You should write a complete uh, parsha. Therefore, you include the last psukim both in Vahaya and in Parsha Shema. Okay, the Gemara continues. So it's a similar statement, just like we said. So now the Gemara is going to say, We can learn something similar. Tani Rav Ovadia Kamei Rava. Rav Ovadia says in front of Rava, What is Vilimadetem? She Limutcha Tom. Just like we said by Uchsav Tom. It should be a complete writing. Vilimadetem means when you go in and when you say over Shema, when you say it over, you have to say it perfectly. What is perfectly? With complete. 
In, in, correct. Complete with um, <coughs> adherence to the halacha. What's the halacha? Sheyitin revach ben advekim. You have to go ahead and you must separate the different words. What do we mean by this? Ani Rav Basrei, so he answered him as follows. Kigon, what are some examples? Al livavecha. It says al livavecha. So we have to go and separate the lamid and the lamid. Also it says al levavchem, bechol levavcha, bechol levavchem, esav besadcha. Um, all these words where the last letter of the first word is the end of the, is the first letter of the second word, very important to enunciate them clearly, to put a pause, so it doesn't sound, they don't go ahead and sound like one long, uh, elongated word. All these words. It's interesting, Tosfos points out, if you look at Tosfos, the bottom, last Tosfos on Tezvav, Amun Beis, Tosfa says, Mosif, the, the riff adds, Mosif gun vechara af, even though they don't end, vechara ends with a hey, and af starts with an aleph, it's not the same letter, like, but if you read it, vecharaf, it's a def- different word. Vecharaf is embarrassed. Vechara af, you'll get angry. And he says, similarly, because if you say quickly and you don't put a space in there, it's going to sound like vecharaf. Similarly, he says, Ruisim oso, uzachartim oso, vasisem, because otherwise it's going to be Urisim Oso. As opposed to Urisim Oso. It's going to sound like one long word. And then he says one very word. You may hear people say this a lot. Tosa says, You have to say Tizkaru and not Tizkaru. Tizkaru means to suggest that we're doing something to get a schar, to get a reward. And we know we're not allowed to be, um, uh, we don't do mitzvahs, Amanas the Kabbal Pras. We don't go ahead and do mitzvahs just to get a reward. So when you say Laman Tizkaru, it sounds like we're doing this in order that we should be rewarded. That's why he says Laman Tizkaru. So Tosfos adds a couple extra examples, even though it's not the same examples that the Gemara gives in the sense that the last letter is also the first letter of the next word. He gives other examples, Vichara, Af, Laman Tizkaru, so on does and every, so forth. Sorry, does every sitter have those lines, those, there's these straight lines going in the Shema? I mean, I know arts, arts go you mean to, uh, to pause? Yeah. I don't know, but you know what? Even if it doesn't have it now, we now know what we're supposed to do. I don't think so, though. Art scroll does. Art scroll does. Okay. So now... It's interesting the, that the, the so medactic on this, but, and when it comes to Yom Kippur and Rosh Hashanah, when you're saying Hayom Haras Olam, which means today the world was destroyed, Haras, instead of said Harat, that we don't say anything about. I mean, it's right. only in the Ashkenaz world, not in the Right, Friday. right. But well, well right. Correct. Not, well, it really applies everywhere, but, but, but Kriya Shema has been a Torah. But yes, you're right. We should be careful for all the words we say, 100%. Yeah, I just, okay. I had to, to say it. Thank you. Know, you. Harat and, and Haras. That's correct. Year. Ashkenaz and Sephardit. Okay. Out of my chest. Now Good. Ham, off your chest, not out of your chest. Off, okay. Off, 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 okay. Off. Israelis may say out of their chest. It's possible. Okay, now. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. Oh, we're going to talk about the leave in a minute. That's a good segue. You always know what to say. Anyone who reads Shema and is careful in its pronunciation, we called, we cool down Gehenim for him. When Hashem will scatter the kings over Eretz Yisrael, it will snow in Salmon. And the Pasuk says, when he, when he separates, uh, or when he scatters, rather, when you clearly enunciate the words, don't read, um, don't read Salmon, 
El Tzamavis, rather read it and get, referring to Gehenim. So basically, the one who goes ahead and is meticulous, takes the time to go ahead and say the words clearly, shows he's not rushing to get through to get to work, then HaKadosh Baruch Hu will reward you. The Gemara continues, Lama Nismechu the Pasuk by Bilam, when Bilam goes ahead and he starts talking and he says, the very next Pasuk he says, he says, stretching out like brooks, like gardens by a river, um, he also says, um, like aloes planted by Hashem, like cedars by the water. So Gemara says, why is Ahalim and Ahalim placed in the same Pasuk? They're not exactly juxtaposed because there's something in between, but Ganos, is, Gardens, is between it. But why does Bilam reference Nechalim and Ahalim together? This is the same on the Amr, by the way. That's why it's brought here, Amr. Okay, so the Gemara says, Just as someone who tovels in water cleanses, it takes you from a state of Tuma to Tahara, Af Ahalim, which this case really refers to Bate Midrashos, can, can go ahead and hopefully convince the Kaddish Baruch Hu to find, uh, to find Zakai as opposed to holding you guilty for your Averos. Okay. The Gemara continues one last limud. And the Gemara says, Someone who reads Kriya Shema backwards, we said, you're not Yotze. It means that either you, you take the last word and you make that the first word of the Pasuk, you read the Pasuk backwards, with the words with the Pasukim, or you read the order of the Pasukim backwards. We said that if you read the paragraphs out of order, you're still Yotze, because in the Shema, in the Torah, it's not necessarily in order. We, we, we read it out of order. So it's not referring to the Parshas, but the actual words or the Pesukim. If you read them out of order, you are not Yotze. The Torah says, Rabbi Ami, Rabbi Asiyah, Kachun, Leginona, Rabbi Lazar, they were tying up a, uh, a chuppah for a wedding, okay, for Rabbi Lazar. Omar Lehus, Rabbi Lazar said to them, while they were working on his chuppah, I'm, I'm the chassan, I'm going to take a little time off, I'm going to go, while you guys are doing this, I'm going to go learn a little shtickle Torah, I'm going to go to the base Medrash, and I will tell you, I'll bring back what I heard. Also, so he went, and he saw this, this Tamil Chacham was saying something in front of the great Rabbi Yochanan. So, so if someone was in reading, this, this person said in front of Rabbi Yochanan, someone was reading Kriya Shemayin, doesn't remember exactly where he made a mistake. If he's in the middle of a parak, she should start from the middle of that, of that paragraph. Bain parak the parak he's between a parak but he doesn't remember if it's between. Um, he says beisecha visharecha and he can't remember if that's the end of the first parak or the end of the second parak. Meaning the first parsha, second parsha. What should he do? He should be yachsu the parak He should as if he ended the first paragraph and then start for hayim shemoa. Bain ksiva the ksiva. Now we get to chsavtam and this happens to all of us. Sadly, we say chsavtam and we we've no we, we don't remember if we're in the first paragraph, or the second paragraph. Then yachsu the ksiva rishon. You go back to the place where you definitely know that you cannot have been passed, and that would be in the first parsha. Okay, Amar Lebi Yochanan. Rabbi Yochanan says, Loshanu, we didn't learn what you're saying. You're correct. But once you say, we know that you wouldn't have said in your mind, it's not like you say the first paragraph. If you're daydreaming, you don't say the first paragraph and then the third paragraph. When this is, comes to halacha, by the way. When we say, when we start, you know, it's a halacha that if you say it 90 times right there and then, if you forget it, I mean, not sure later on, a week later, if you said Mashavuruch, you don't have to go back. Once you say something 90 times, 30 days, three times a day, it's already sugar befev. It's as if it's, it comes, flows naturally. Since 99% of the time, hopefully, we're at, we're, when we say Kriyashma, 
we never say Leman Yirbu after the first paragraph. So if you wake up and you're daydreaming and you say Leman Yirbu, you can assume already says Rabbi Yochanan that you finished the second paragraph. You don't have to go back to the first paragraph. Because in other words, once it's already comfortable, it's muscle memory in your, in your lips, then we can assume. So, <clears throat> and Sirchei Nokat, um, so um, yeah, once you're ready, it, it's it's uh, B'fif, then you don't have to go ahead and assume that uh, you're back in the first paragraph. You can assume that it flowed in the natural uh, chronological order of Psukim. So, or, or the or the, or the sitter. So, also, Amalus, so Rav Lazar came back and he told Rav Ami, Rav Asi, you were fixing his chopa. What he told, Amrle, they said to him, If we only came to her this, not even doing the mitzvah that we are doing of Simchas Chas and Akala, that would have been enough for the halach he just told us. I'm going to say one beautiful, beautiful, beautiful thought. We discussed many things already about filling. Right? Well, the first thing we, dis- we discussed in the past is about the difference between Benotam and Rashi. Rashi says the first four partials is we um, Tam flips the the third and fourth paragraph to have the two vahayas next to each other. It should be kadosh likol bechor vahaya kiyivyacha both in parshas bo, then vahayim shemoa and then shema because he wants the two vahayas to be together. So machlokas Rashi Tosvos. We saw the Rambam. So Rabbeinu Tam holds obviously uh, like Rav Haigon holds like Rabbeinu Tam. The Rambam the majority of the Rishonim hold like Rashi, and that is fact how the, the Mechaber Paskins that we should go ahead and Davin use the tefillin of Rashi. But he says anyone who is really a, a uh, Yari Shemayim can certainly put on both. The, the Shulchan Aruch actually goes so far as to say the head is big enough to wear two tefillin at once. So not if some people, most people take it off and then put the next one on, but there are some people who go ahead and put it on same time. But I want to share something uh, unbelievable, unbelievable Meshachachma, two minutes. So we know that the Tfilin Shel Yad has one cloth. All four partials are written on one cloth in one bite. The Tfilin Shel Rosh has four. Four separate batim, four separate paragraphs, four separate parchments. Each one has its own little container. Why four for the Shel Rosh and only one for the Shel Yad? Listen to what the Meshachachma says. Says Rav Meir Simcha. He brings a Pasuk from Malachim Aleph, who says as follows. The Pasuk says, Referencing the first base Amigdash that was built by Shlomo, says, what's the purpose of it? He says, my eyes and my heart will be there all day. I will, what is Einai, says the, says the Meshachachma? Einai, the eyes, refers to Ashkach Pratis. It says in Dvarim, in Ekev, Tomid For those who have a special segula living there to Israel, I'm going to watch even more over you. There's a special segula that we have that Akash Baruch has divine providence over us. He watches us. He's involved in our life. And he says that that Hashkacha, what Akash Baruch gives to us, is dependent, is measure for measure what we give to him. The more Ruchnis, the more Chesed, the more Torah we do, we're going to warrant a great, the individual will warrant a greater Ashkacha Pratis. And he says, there are, as opposed to Libi, Libi is Ava, my heart. HaKadosh Baruch Hu loves us all the same. Bonim Atem Hashem Lokechem. We are a child. A, child. a parent loves all his children the same. Unconditional love. It's not the same thing as Einai. Einai is Hashkacha Pratis. We get out of it what we put in. Listen to what he says. He brings the famous, famous... Famous Medrash Rabbah from Vayikar Rabbah talks about Dal and Minim. We bring Dal and Minim. Why do we bring Dal and Minim? Says the, <coughs> says the Vayikar Rabbah, the Medrash. Pre-Eitz Hadar, Eli Yisrael, there are those people who have my Esrog, Yishbo Tam, Yishbo Reach. 
Esrog has a beautiful smell and a, and a, and a great taste. Kach Yisrael, those, that references those people of B'nai Yisrael who have Tam Varech. They have Torah and Chesed. They learn and they put it, right? Al Minas Lasos. And then you have another person. He says, you have Kapos Tamarim, you have the Lulav. That is, this has Tam, but it doesn't have any Reach. This refers to the people that they have Torah, but don't have any Masim Toma, they don't have any Chesed. And then the third, the third Va'anafes Ovots, Right, you have Yisrael, just like a Hadas has a Reach but doesn't have a Tam. These are the people that have Masim Tovim but don't have Torah. And then you have Arvi Nachal, the Ravos, that are the Rishorim, Kiviachal, they don't have Torah, they don't have Masim Tovim, it doesn't have any Reach or any Tam. What does the Kodesh Baruch Hu do? He puts them all together. He puts them all together. But what's the, what's the point? There are four types of Yidin. There are four different types of people ref, uh, represented in the four Minim. Says the, <clears throat> says the Meshachachman, that's why you are four. For, for, why? What is the source of Ashkacha Pratis? Eine, Eine, Eine Viliba, Vilibi. HaKadosh Baruch says, the base of Mikdash is where, are you Eine Vilibi Shem Kalayamim, all the days. Why the Tefillin Because where do we put it? Bein Einecha. He says the eyes <coughs> correspond to Hashem's Ashkacha. And there are four types of Yidin. Whatever you put in, you get out of it. Hashem Baruch Hu is going to intervene in your daily life. Boring Yomanik, as much as you put in, you'll get out of it. But well, where do we put the Tefillin Shaliyad? Kineged Halev. The Lev. Amen. The Lev, thank you, Lazer. The Lev represents the Shaliyad, the, the is put by the Lev. That's ref- le- we love someone with all our heart. So when it comes to the lave, there's only one level. It's all the same. We're all banim la'ashem lo'kechem. It's unconditional love. That's not dependent on your actions, on your Torah, your chesed. Kodesh Baruch loves you. We love our children no matter what they do. But when it comes to so therefore, it's only one cloth. It's we're all one one yid. It's the same level. When it comes to bein nacham and shakach pratis, bein nacha ain't vilibi tamid ain't shalom kachaba. Four types of Yidin, four Batim, Bene Nacha refers to the Enai. Have a wonderful day. We'll see everyone next week in Mitzvah Shem. Yeah.